Welcome to the Leadership Lowdown here on the Michigan Business Network. This is Vic Verschereau, and today I have a special guest. Her name is Lynn Griefor. She is the Executive Director of McLaren Greater Lansing Foundation. So, Lynn, welcome to our show. We're glad to have you. Oh, thank you. I'm pleased to be here. Yeah, well, you know, you and I had a chance to meet each other for the first time uh, about, what, seven, eight stories off the ground? Is that kind of the way that works? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, how many stories is that new McLaren Hospital over in Lansing? It's seven. Seven. And it's the, I mean, to get to the top of it, it's the best view of oh. uh, East Lansing that you can see. It truly is. We'll get to all that, Lynn, but it was great to have a chance to meet you in person and have a chance to visit with you a little bit, get to know some of the exciting things that are going on at McLaren. And I want to make sure before we uh, get too far down the road into your personal story that maybe you can kind of help us with regard to what's going on um, uh, within McLaren and what your role specifically is. So McLaren's not just a Lansing hospital, is it? No, it's, it really serves mid-Michigan, and currently we're spread over two separate campuses, um, one on Green Lawn and one on Penn. Um, so we're really we're building a new hospital, and we're bringing two different campuses together under you know one roof. Yeah, yeah, and it will it will be one big roof too because this is a brand new build that's going on on the east side of Lansing. And uh, is it appropriate for me to ask how many dollars something like that's going to cost approximately? It's about a $450 million project today, um, but there could be some um, expanded announcements coming um, oh. in the near future. Wow. Um, the, the campus will include not only um, the hospital, but also a medical services building and a Carmanis Cancer Institute. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Um, well, you know what's really exciting is is that you're 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 working, and of course, because of some of the current headlines, you're working in a in a in a field that truly it's 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 challenging, it's expensive, but it's also cutting uh, cutting edge technology that you're working with. Um, some of the greatest uh, scientific improvements that we've seen have happened in the last few uh, decades with regard to health, and here you are right in the middle of uh, building what will truly be a state-of-the-art hospital for the greater mid-Michigan area. Isn't that, isn't that true? I mean, you, it's, it's uh, everything that you have has been well thought out. You've been able to look around uh, at other facilities to figure out how this thing should look, act, and w- the layout of what it should be, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, we uh, definitely, in, in our offices, say we're not building a new hospital. We're really reinventing healthcare, care. <sighs> um, and that started from the very beginning. We actually went out to the community for months. Um, and gathered input from them on, you know, how they want to be cared for. Um, mm-hmm. And so we took input from, you know, local officials, from patients, from families, from, you know, community at large to really make sure that we were designing um, a facility that met their needs. And it is state-of-the-art. Um, and one of the things I'm most proud of is we wanted people to be able to be cared for in their own community. Yeah. We don't want you to have to travel to get the cutting-edge technology, so we're bringing it here to Lansing. Wow, that's so cool. And the world is smaller, too. You know, we've learned that through all the Zoom meetings and everything else we're doing. So, there, so you know, the world is smaller with technology, um, but it's really amazing to have something uh, of this caliber right here in our backyard. Really, really, virtually a half a billion dollars worth of investment going in uh, to the uh, East Lansing area. Uh, that's just stunning. And and may I ask, do do you know what's going to happen with those those other properties, the two that you're currently operating out of? 
Yep. So we're still working on um, what those properties are going to become. But we have made a commitment that if they're not acquired by another organization or entity, we will take them into green space. So we're not going to leave abandoned buildings on either campus. But there has been interest um, from some organizations to perhaps acquire either in total or portions of um, the current facilities. And so you know, we'll see kind of what path that goes down. Yeah, well, it's it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting things to think about and, and to consider. And when you um, when you have uh, some of the elements um, of uh, the technology and the and and everything that goes into it. The big thing is the people, and of course, uh, it, that building can be really highly te- uh, technologically advanced. But you've got to have the right people in it, and that's uh, that's one of the things I think McLaren prides itself in is uh, is having uh, great professionals in the in the healthcare industry. Oh, definitely, and it's another group that we um, that we look to for input. We actually brought some of our um, clinical nurses, our bedside nurses, into mock-up rooms to help us. Even to say, where should the outlets be? Where should we have the windows? What height is a good height for a drawer? Um, We want to make sure that the staff that's there every day um, really feels great about the environment that they're working in, and and that translates into great patient care. Well, and it's incredible. You know, there's something to be said about sunlight, um, and uh, I I happen to know that you've placed the the cafeteria for the hospital, which oftentimes in the basement, uh, you've placed it right there in the front uh, front entrance, basically, of the hospital. Uh, It's going to be a beautiful, uh, brightly lit, uh, wonderful way for people to have a chance to uh, see the outside when they're trapped inside all day working to try to bring world-class health care to people uh, right here in mid-Michigan. Lynn, we're so glad you've joined us today. We're glad that uh, everyone's tuned in to the Leadership Lowdown here on the Michigan Business Network. This is Vic Versero with Lynn Griefer, and she is going to continue to tell us more about what's going on at McLaren and mid-Michigan. We'll be right back. The Michigan Works Association believes the key to advancing prosperity across the state is accomplished through building a skilled workforce. As the state's primary workforce development association, their focus is to continue to move the needle on policy, education, and collaboration. They're creating an opportunity and building stronger communities by advocating and innovating together. Welcome back to Leadership Lowdown. This is Vic Verstro here on the uh, beautiful, wonderful afternoon, morning uh, time that we're getting together here to talk about some of the great things that are going on in mid-Michigan. And I have to tell you, uh, with me is Lynn Grievehorst. She is the Executive Director, McLaren's uh, Greater Lansing Foundation. And Lynn, um, you're, you're uh, as I brag up the uh, Michigan, I love Michigan, I'm all about Michigan, um, and you're from Michigan, but not necessarily from mid-Michigan, right? That's right. I'm, I'm a transplant here to Lansing. I've been here for about a year. I actually started my um, my career with McLaren at McLaren Port Huron um, oh, about six and a half years ago, and I took that position with with the foundation there to help um, with a capital campaign um, fundraising five million dollars for 
what was at that time McLaren's largest project, yeah. um, which was a new patient tower. And about a year ago, I had the opportunity to initially just kind of come and help out um, with Lansing to get their, their campaign, their fundraising campaign up and running. Um, and I was very lucky to be able to um, fairly recently take that on as a permanent move. Yeah. And so, and so have, have you relocated to, uh, to the Lansing area? I do. I have a home in East Lansing um, near campus, yeah. uh, which is very exciting because uh, my stepdaughter is actually starting. Well, <laughs> starting is a little bit different. Yeah, it is different, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's going to be a freshman at Michigan State. How about that? Um, here in a couple of weeks. So. Yeah. Well, and and of course, you know, again, I, I, I I'm doing a radio show here, but it's and it's hard to uh, do this. But I'm telling you, you can see uh, the campus from uh, the top of that seven story building. Uh, it overlooks really all of Michigan, it feels like, because when you're up there, you can see all the way to downtown. You can see the campus. You can see the stadium. Uh, there's just all kinds of great things. And so uh, let me let me be one of many to say welcome to MidMichigan. Welcome to uh, the Lansing area. And uh, thank you for making the commitment to this Greater Lansing Area Project because uh, it's extremely important. We have to have good people leading these kind of things. And and Lynn, um, uh, I don't know when as a young lady, did you did you ever dream that you'd be asking people to make major commitments to uh, uh, a hospital foundation like this? I mean, what, what what were some of your dreams when you started out? Well, my original plan was to become a social worker. Yeah. Um, and I. Out of uh, my undergraduate, I took a job with an organization called the Michigan Parkinson's Foundation, which I believe is still thriving. Um, And it was to work with support groups and to help caregivers manage, um, you know, having someone in their life suffering from Parkinson's disease. But while I was there, I had all these huge dreams and plans, and I wanted to get all these programs started. And every time I I tried to get something off the ground, I was told, we don't have any money. (laughs) So (laughs) eventually I said, well, what if I raise some? Yeah, let me fix that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's really where my my career path changed. I um, I left, I was getting my MSW at Wayne State. I I left there and ended up getting a public administration degree from the University of Michigan, sorry. Um, (laughs) And I've been fundraising ever since. Wow, isn't that something? Well, you know, and, and, and what a difference it is. You know, um, I think a lot of people get all discobobbled when they start asking people for money. And in, in, in being a business leader, you, you typically are either asked for money or asked to help raise money. And mm-hmm. so it's something that's very natural. And, I, and, it, and and maybe we can talk a little bit about that today in terms of how to make people feel a little more comfortable. Pocketbook issues are always a thing, but... You know, when I think about, um, you know, hey, do you want to give some money? That's a way different question than, hey, we're trying to make a difference and do some extraordinary right. things. Would you like to be a part of it? I mean, right? Those are two different yeah. questions. And I think those are those are probably some of the, the fundraising 101 issues that, that, that have to come into play. Do, do you, so, hey, stupid question. Here we go. Uh, do you go to fundraising 101 uh, classes somewhere or uh, how does this work? Well, there actually, um, there actually is the Indiana School of Philanthropy has huh. a very um, well-known and highly regarded fundraising school. Huh. Um, but I, I agree with you. Two things about fundraising that I think surprise people, and the first is I have never offended anyone by asking them to help with a project. Mm-hmm. Um, people are typically um, 
it, it's a compliment to them. Yeah. You know, if I say, if I say to someone, would you like to get involved with this project? Would you like to make a gift? Would you like to name a room? Would you like to help purchase a piece of equipment? They feel good about that. Right. Like, wow, I'm the kind of person that she thinks would want to help make a difference. Right. Well, I think what you, what you really, Lynn, is it's an interesting thing. I, I, you know, that I always... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think what's interesting to me is that is that the uh, the, the words we use really matters. I, I've spent a lot of times in sales, and and uh, you know, if you say to somebody, "Hey, you wouldn't want to buy this, would you?" I mean, already you're you're upside down in in uh, in getting into a sale, and and all all fundraising is to me is helping someone realize what their um, their interests are and helping them achieve and develop some great things in areas that they feel good about. And so yeah. when, when I think about the work you do, if, if they're not interested in, in the work that in the causes that you have, um, you're pretty much dead on arrival in terms of getting them to participate. But what I think is true is that McLaren has a very, very broad-based uh, area that you can help in terms of giving dollars to, which would include uh, probably children, specific uh, illness, uh, illnesses that that come into play. Right? To, am I am I am I going down the right path there? Oh, for sure. When it comes to healthcare fundraising, most of the donations are from what we call grateful patients. So it's someone who has been treated at our hospital by one of our, our physicians or come through the emergency department, and they, they're they saying, how can I give back? How can I help? Yeah. And so um, to your point, you know, if you have someone who, for example, was in um, a serious car accident and maybe had to have, you know, some emergency surgery, came to the emergency department, they'll want to make a donation that benefits, you know, the departments that touched them. Yeah. So whether that's orthopedics, pediatrics, you know, um, cardiovascular, that's typically where people want to give their donation is just is to help, you know, the people that help them. Yeah. Well, Lynn, I, I love the fact that uh, that's part of what you do is connect people, uh, connect the right cause to the people that have the right passion and make some great things happen. I'm so glad that you're uh, joining us here in, in uh, mid-Michigan for that. And of course, we appreciate our audience joining us today here on the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown. I'm Vic Vershero. We'll be right back. Sanair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sanair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sanair.com. Welcome back to Leadership Lowdown here on the Michigan Business Network. This is Vic Versero here with Lynn Griefor, and she is the Executive Director for McLaren Greater Lansing Foundation. And she's uh, fairly new to mid-Michigan, but she's a Michigander all the way, and we're so glad to have her join us today. And Lynn, as you were, ta- you and I were talking about um, some of the great things that can go on and the way that we uh, you get people engaged to give is by really talking to them about what they want to accomplish and how they want to help. And I, it occurred to us that, um, that um, you know, the number of people you run into typically are business leaders. They're typically successful individuals. 
and and um, uh, you're around some pretty extraordinary people from time to time. Do you have any any examples of some people that have either really made a difference when the difference mattered the most, or maybe help inspire others along the way? Any of that, any of that come to mind? Well, I would say one of the most um, inspirational types of gifts um, that I that I just love working with families on are um, those that they want to leave a legacy for um, their their parents. Or their grandparents, um, and so you know when you start talking about making you know gifts of twenty five, fifty, a hundred, five hundred thousand yeah. dollars, typically we attach what we call naming opportunities to those. And I love walking to the hospital and seeing the plaques on the walls, or you know the 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 pictures hanging up where someone successful made a large donation in memory of their parents mm-hmm. um, or their grandparents. Yep. I just think it's such a a wonderful legacy to how they got to where they are today um, and just a, a remembrance of, you know, where they came from. Yeah, kind of a nod to all, all the greatness that they were. Well, you know, I, I got to tell you, when when you start moving, uh, you know, six-digit uh, donations, you're dealing with some people that, I mean, <laughs> we're not talking about income, we're talking about a donation. So when we talk about that, you're talking about some very successful People, tell me about some of the some of the amazing people that you've run into along the way. Uh, any any secrets in their world in terms of of how they've succeeded? Uh, is there a certain uh, demeanor that you've uh, come to enjoy in those that that type of person that you've you've come in contact with? Well, I truly believe that um, the most generous people are also the most successful. Mm. Um, so you know the the idea that 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 people acquire wealth by pinching pennies and not um, participating in community uh, impact is, is not what I have found at all. Mm. I have found that it's the people that are leading <clears throat> leading board of directors, that are making donations, that are organizing, you know, fundraising events or opening up their homes to let us have fundraising events. They're, they're the ones that are most successful. And so that's kind of become my personal philosophy in life is um, I feel like I'm going to be continue to be successful by also being generous with my yeah. my money and my time. Yeah, isn't that interesting? You know, and so and so many uh, so many times when you think about the generosity of people, you know, um, it's funny to me because people want to make a difference. They have all their own personal motivations, and I think probably when you're making a big fundraising ask, you just got to find out what their motivation is. Isn't isn't that where that all starts? Absolutely. I mean, before I start talking to someone, I already have an indication that they you know, that they have the means to make a gift, that they've um, supported other causes in the past, um, and that they have some type of affinity for McLaren Greater Lansing. Right, right. Right. Well, and so when it comes to when it comes to healthcare, tell me about tell me about the the way way it works in terms of everybody gets these big bills. Um, you know, when we've had surgeries or we've had whatever kind of health issues, and then there's and then there's um, you know there's the insurance companies that had this big role, and then there's the foundation that you that you help to strive for. Um, uh, you know, when you're moving all those dollars. Um, is is a donation of a hundred dollars to the McLaren Foundation? Is that is that meaningful to anybody? I, how does that work in your world? Oh, absolutely. So um, hospitals run on a very small margin, and so just like any other business, there's always competition. Um, you know, for for dollars, we're a nonprofit hospital, so we do take um, any money that we make for the year and we reinvest it into people into capital. Um, but there's there's never enough to go around, um, just like any other business. And so 
philanthropy um, helps us do things within the hospital that we wouldn't be able to just on that small razor-thin margin that's, that the hospital operates on. Yeah. So, for example, I can have conversations with physicians about you know, emerging technology that they'd like to see at the hospital or a piece of equipment or a special room that they'd like to have built to do procedures. And if that's not in the budget, I can help that with philanthropy. Mm. What a different what a difference that makes too. And so, really, that that's the issue is that is that from your world, uh, big or small, um, let's all talk about making a difference. And um, you know, there's some biblical scripture about a widow that gave gave virtually everything she had. And of course, the the whole comment was uh, was she's given more than all of you uh, who were able to give a portion of what uh, they gave. And so, I think that's the whole uh, issue for me is to try to make sure that that um, uh, we honor everybody along the way. And if you, whatever your level of uh, effort there to help get this hospital uh, um, uh, dream off the ground and out helping and serving people is a big difference. Lynn, you're making a difference. We're so glad you're in mid-Michigan. We're glad you tuned into the Michigan Business Network. And we're glad that we have this opportunity here on the Leadership Lowdown to visit with you. This is Vic Vershero. We'll be right back. Physicians Health Plan is local. For 35 years, we've been a part of your community, and we take pride in helping you get the coverage, care, and personal service you deserve. Go to phpmichigan.com for more information. We're the health plan that works for you. You've tuned in to Leadership Lowdown here on the Michigan Business Network. This is Vic Versero. Today, I have with me Lynn Griefor, and she is the Executive Director of McLaren Greater Lansing Foundation. And Lynn, I've loved our, our chat because uh, it isn't just about dollars and, and cents and all the other things that go into it. There's some real serious uh, heroes that have been working uh, throughout the McLaren Hospital organization in the, in the face of uh, some of the uh, global pandemic that's been going on, all the other things, and we just love and appreciate people in those in those trenches, and couldn't get it done without it. But I, w- I wonder, as you think about your career and the people that have meant a lot to you, anybody along the way that that you'd point to and go, you know what, that was pretty meaningful stuff, or that person really made a difference when it mattered the most. Anybody come to mind? Um, yeah, I would say in the first five years that I was at uh, McLaren Port Huron before coming to, to Lansing. I worked under a CEO, Jennifer Montgomery, mm. who did a few things for me. The first is she reminded me how much I loved um, healthcare fundraising. <sighs> I had stepped away from it a little bit before I came back to McLaren, and working with her, um, meeting patients that wanted to give back to the hospital because of the great experiences that they had. Um, we were a great team, and she really reminded me of my love for healthcare. Mm. Um, and she also was a very good mentor in the fact that she um she she pushed me and she challenged me and ultimately she was the one that um kind of pushed me here at East Lansing um to work for you know for McLaren for this this wonderful project um you know working in Port Huron for five years I knew everybody yeah sure it's not that big of a town the the shakers the business owners so it was quite a leap to leave that comfort zone and come here but she really um, thought I could do it. She had faith in me, and um, and here I am. Wow. Well, let me let me ask you this. Uh, tell me about 
you said that she reminded you of your love for healthcare fundraising. Tell me what that what what did that look like? How that how that unpack? Well, one of the things that um, that I one of the, the best parts of my job is bringing um, patients that have you know been touched by the hospital back to the hospital um, to tour them to meet with physicians and leadership um, and and hear their story. You know, hear their story of. I'll give you one example of someone who um, was not from the area, um, had a heart attack at his um, summer cottage and had life-saving care at McLaren. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to meet everyone from the, you know, the EMS driver (laughs) that got him (laughs) to the hospital to the nurse that cared for him. He personally thanked everyone, you know, he came to the hospital and said, thank you. Um, And, and I, and I just was struck as I am often by, you know, healthcare touches us in such important ways And, and every cause is important. But for me, um, healthcare just is something special. Yeah. Well, and you know what, what I think part of the charge of people in leadership positions is to try to retell uh, and recommit to what the organization is all about. So, um, you know, when, when I think uh, I spent a number of years in the insurance business and insurance gets pretty clinical and pretty, uh, you know, it's, it's a legal contract, you know, and everybody hates paying the dollars out, you know, and, and all those other things. But, you know, part of what I always, you know, talked about is is trying to be someone's best friend on their worst day, and the power of what mm-hmm. that means. And so, when I think about, you know, um, reaffirming what your organization does, and I don't care whether it's healthcare, insurance, or what it is, find that big purpose and have people rally around it. And remember that just like a, a spear, if you will, a spear is sharp on the very end, and, and that really is the, the power of the spear. But it takes the entire girth, if you will, of the spear and the, and the, and the weight of that spear to be powerful, tool in attacking the, uh, today's meal or whatever it is. But the point mm-hmm. is, is that that point of the spear might be our nurses, might be our doctors, but it also goes back to the people that are, that are sending the bills out, that are washing down the walls, that are, that are um, moving the snow out front, that are opening the doors and getting people checked in. And even the fundraisers that are all back up and down that whole chain of command. That's what I think is powerful. And what you're suggesting is that your CEO over there really helped you understand that everybody's doing something pretty powerful, not just their job. It's connected to a greater cause, right? Absolutely. You know, one of the um, the positive things that came out of um, the, the COVID issue was um, we had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people in the community donating supplies and, and dollars to, to the hospital during that period. And the number of times someone said to me, I'd like this donation to go to the housekeepers. Oh. I'd like this donation <laughs> to go to the people that work in food service. Wow. And it's a, it's a great reminder that it does take an entire team um, to, to care for someone. Yeah. And oftentimes the housekeeper is the person that's in your room every single day. Yeah. And sometimes our patients develop relationships with the people that deliver their meals. It, it's it, not just the, the doctors and nurses. Yeah, and some of the least paid people along the way, uh, you know, have some of the grungiest, toughest jobs. And so, you know, gosh, that's a great reminder, Lynn. It's really powerful, and it's really powerful to remember that, you're, that you know, it takes that entire team to deliver great world-class health care. And, and I know that's part of what McLaren's uh, committed to 
and we're so grateful uh, for McLaren and their investment here in the greater mid-Michigan area. We're grateful you tuned in to the Michigan Business Network, and we're glad that today is the day you're listening to Leadership Lowdown. Here with Vic Versero, we'll be right back. Perfectly managed meetings, carefully planned conferences, and beautiful beginnings. That's what you'll find at Treetops Resort. We have an ideal location just minutes from I-75 and over 25,000 square feet of meeting and convention space. No matter what you're planning, let our spectacular views, spacious lodging, and outstanding customer service show you why Treetops is Michigan's most spectacular resort. Get a no-hassle quote for your next meeting at treetops.com or call at 888-TREETOPS. Welcome back to Leadership Lowdown here on the Michigan Business Network. Vic Versero here having an enjoyable conversation with Lynn Griefer. She is the Executive Director, McLaren Greater Lansing Foundation. And Lynn, as we as we go through all this, you know, the world's changed for absolutely everybody. And with so many uncertainties, I just wonder if, if uh, um, with, with COVID as an example, has it created any uh, challenges for you? Has it, has it uh, uh, have you found some workarounds or some uh, interesting stories related to that? Yeah, I think for the foundation, um, COVID presented both challenges and opportunities. Um, you know, we were absolutely blown away. Um, by the number of people in our community from small business owners to restaurant owners. Everyone stepped up. And um, I don't think we had less than three donations per day during about a two-month period of, you know, pizzas or, you know, granola bars, just acknowledging the caregivers on the front lines. Wow. And, um, you know, even the – we spoke a little bit earlier about, you know, do small donations make a difference? You know, someone giving $20 to, to the foundation and saying that we're thinking of the nurses, that means $20,000 to the staff when we let them know that. Um, <laughs> just to know that, you know, the community was acknowledging their work, that they understood that these were trying times. Um, our frontline workers were buoyed by that. Um, in some in some pretty dark days, so yeah. that was a really amazing thing to see. Well, that's really I mean, and and let's let's take a moment on that, Lynn, because uh, what you're sharing is that is that again, uh, you know, oh, I'm I'm not wealthy, I can't help that, you know, there that's a half a billion dollar. Uh, hospital are putting up there. What what difference could I possibly make? But look what you just did because um, making the I don't know <laughs> I don't know if you accept homemade cupcakes or whatever. But the point is is that you're lifting people, and it doesn't take much to to have an expression of kindness or some type of gratification to reaffirm that this is not a thankless job, that we're connecting to people and doing something that's extraordinary at a critical time in people's lives. Wow, are you kidding me? How many people would not love to have that kind of opportunity in their career um, and to do something extraordinary? So when you when you, uh, you just set a, a, a whole key amount of information there, Lynn, when you talk about those small donations. So you, you're suggesting that those small donations, you let 
the the nursing staff know or the cleaning staff or whoever's there uh, uh what does that look like in your world do you do you uh, is it an announcement is it in a newsletter how do they how do they get notified that that uh, somebody cared about them enough to make a donation well if we receive a donation that specifically you know references someone we yep. absolutely share that information with them oh. um, um whether it's you know passing along a note that a donor wrote when they sent the check-in or what have you and during COVID, we were sending um, regular communication, almost daily emails out to the entire staff, letting them know, hey, today we received 16 boxes of N95 masks or, you know, this plastic company brought over, you know, hundreds and hundreds of gowns for our use. We were always letting um, our staff know that those donations were coming because, again, it just it just shows the support and that makes a difference. Oh, yeah. You know, honestly, it's it's almost like, you know, are you in it alone or not, you know, it's and it's um, uh, if you can get that reaffirmation, <clears throat> and I, um, I I forget the movie. I think it might have been Remember the Titans, but there was a certain uh, conversation about a about an athlete that was that was blindfolded and he was supposed to carry a young kid uh, on his back all the way to the fifty yard line, and instead, um, you know, the coach when he when he put the blindfold on, the kid didn't think he could do it, but he yelled at him and coached him and encouraged him, and the teams encouraged him on. And and where where he couldn't make the fifty yard line when his eyes were open, when they blindfolded him and started cheering him on, he made it all the way to the other end of the field. Which is just, yeah. I mean, it's the encouragement. It's the it's the whole notion that you're not in this alone, and that uh, we can make a difference together. And and what a difference it does. And you know, even to your point, um, uh, small dollars tend to add up. Um, you know, if you can get if you can get a hundred or a thousand donors that that each give a hundred bucks. Um, man, you'd be a happy girl, wouldn't you? Absolutely. <laughs> and I can give you a tangible example of those small donations adding up and helping. We, over the years, have received donations um, from throughout the community that were, that were given to our cancer program. Um, and we now have a, a pretty healthy cancer fund. And we use that money to purchase gas cards and grocery cards oh. for patients that are undergoing cancer treatment that are having a hard time you know, buying the gas to get back and forth to treatment oh, or, wow. you know, their, their refrigerator is empty because they can't work because they're going through cancer treatment. And so we're able to offer that kind of direct support because of the hundreds of $20 donations that we've gotten over the years. And so, again, I see that that patient that is worried that they're not going to be able to come to, you know, the radiation treatment next week because they don't have gas and we're able to help them. Um, so it really does make an impact. That's incredible, Lynn. You know, I mean, I talk about making a difference. And gosh, you've really opened my eyes here because honestly, you know, when you think about making donations, you start uh, kind of going, well, does it really matter to anybody and that kind of thing. And, and man, you just, um, you just shared with us some pretty amazing um, information about what you guys can do. Uh, um, uh, fishes into loaves. It's really pretty cool to see some of that uh, opportunity and, and some of the uh, things that can happen along the way when just a few people get inspired and they can inspire others. And Lynn, you're inspiring us today. We're glad you joined us and can't thank you enough for your time. Thanks for joining us here on the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown. I'm Vic Vershero and we'll be right back.
Now hiring? Capital Area Michigan Works can assist you with your hiring needs, all at no cost. From large-scale hiring assistance to locating the right candidate for a hard-to-fill position, Capital Area Michigan Works is your resource. We offer creative solutions from career fairs to on-the-job training grants and scholarship programs to make sure you have the best and brightest employees. Visit our website at www.camw.org to learn more about how we can assist your business with its hiring needs. This is the Leadership Lowdown here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero, and of course with us today is Lynn Griefhorst. She is the Executive Director of McLaren Greater Lansing Foundation. And Lynn, I just really have enjoyed uh, hearing the, the, I guess, some clarity in terms of what it means to give to a foundation like this when I uh, honestly would, would dismiss uh, some of my small donations as not really meaningful. You've inspired me to do some things uh, because if nothing else uh, can make a difference because you magnify the dollars that are given So uh, with some of the things you do. So I, I'm really, really excited about what, what I've learned today, and I hope the audience is too. Um, tell me, you don't do this alone though, right, Lynn? Is there is um uh are, are you a one-man band or you got some helpers no i have an absolutely incredible team um of seven people at the foundation oh, that wow. all work so hard um to do what we do one of the the most astounding in a great way things that um that i've seen take shape over the last several months is um you know with the restrictions around covid and, and gathering people together we had to get very creative with some of the events that we had already on our, our <laughs> planned schedule, including a golf outing and the McLaren Loves Lansing event. And um, that was, you know, it's hard enough to plan an event um, in, in normal times, but trying to figure out how to safely get people together to raise money for the hospital oh, yeah. um, during a pandemic yeah. <laughs> is a whole different set of circumstances. And um, the entire team came together to, to really to make some great events and um one of the one of the other things that i saw during that time was you know we we had already received um sponsorship money from the community for for our events and we reached out to people and said it's going to look a little different this year if you don't want to participate we understand and no one said yes yeah, my money back everyone <laughs> said no we want to we still want to help so wow. that was great um i do have a great team and i'm excited to work with them every day well, and is this uh, so? Did you inherit this team? Basically, is it, it or did, when you got to Lansing a year ago? Were they already here? They everyone but one person was already here. Yeah. Um, so you know they they had a lot of courage um, to to stick with me, and and you know things would look a lot different than they did before I came. Um, our staff has been extremely good about change, and so is our leadership. Mm. Um, our board of directors. You know, had the same had the same person I worked with for a long time, and when I came, we changed a lot of things, and they've been so supportive um, and letting me try some new things. And um, so far, I think we've been we've been a great team. Yeah, that's awesome. And of course, you know, that's always something too that that's interesting for a leader when you get a leader from the outside, if you will. I know you were already with the organization basically, but when you get a brand new face in the crowd, you know, a lot of things can go can go haywire because, you know, sometimes you got inter- internal things you're not aware of, that kind of stuff, but it really sounds like they all they all uh came together um and have created a team that you're really excited about. Oh, definitely. And I should probably acknowledge our foundation board chair, Scott Stewart, who made the introduction for the <laughs> yes, two of that's us right. um, that's right. to do this today. 
And he has been since the first day, um, what can I do for you? What can I do to help? How can I be here? And so he's been just great to work with. Well, he's an extraordinary, extraordinary uh, guy that makes stuff happen wherever he goes. And and uh, I, I would have always liked to hire him. I just could never afford him. <laughs> so, <laughs> Luckily, he volunteers for me. <laughs> that's right. And and we can also proudly say that that he gives up his time, uh, which is part of Huntington Bank time. So it's nice to know that mm-hmm. you know uh, we've got somebody like him in the in the backyard as well. Well, tell me, um, look, if people you, you've inspired me, how do I make a donation? How do I get involved? What kind of big things are you involved with? Well, I would say the easiest way to make, make a donation is just to go to the website, McLaren Greater Lansing Foundation. We have a $10 million capital campaign mm. that we are in the midst of. So if the building project is of interest to you, um, I would definitely encourage um, anyone to call the foundation office or call me directly. Um, and then I would say um, take a look at our Facebook page because we're always updating it with new um, events and things that we have going on. We're doing a really fun promotion right now every Thursday. We pose um, an interesting question about the new building project. Hmm. And um, you can submit your answers. And if you are correct, you can win a Yeti tumbler. Woohoo! Um, I love those so just, things. <laughs> yeah, so just a fun way every Thursday to get out a little bit of information about the new hospital project. Yeah. Um, and, you know, depending on how COVID goes, we typically have uh, three or four major events every year, and, and Facebook is a great way to keep updated on those. Yeah. And tell me, Lynn, are there, are there volunteer things? So let's just say, look, I'm all tapped out. I can't give anything, but I got some time. Um, would, mm-hmm. Is there any way you can somebody can help you if they have time to give you? Sure. I mean, in terms of the foundation specifically, we have committees that help plan all of our events. Um, we will also be on a very regular basis, probably at least monthly, if not more often, be hosting tours, construction tours of oh, the new yeah. hospital, which you were able to participate uh, in. amazing, yeah. So definitely um, opportunities there. And then for people that specifically want to volunteer at the hospital, we also do have you know a volunteer group um, that helps do everything from you know, escort patients out of the hospital to help with registration, um, all kinds of things. So I can definitely um, kind of put you in the place depending on what your interest is. Yeah, well, that's awesome. I'm sure there's ways to get that done on the website. So again, it's uh, McLaren um, Foundation uh, website is what you're going to Google and and figure that out and get connected. Lynn, uh, I really, A, uh, congratulations and welcome to Lansing. Uh, we're so glad to have you, your enthusiasm and your commitment to really a big, important project to all of us here in town. We're really glad um, for your effort. And B, uh, you truly are making a difference in doing something that that is going to be fundamentally changing and helping people uh, all around mid-Michigan. And we can't thank you enough. So, Lynn, thanks for joining us today here on the uh, Michigan Business Network. We're so glad you're part of the Leadership Lowdown. I'm Vic Vercherot. We look forward to talking to you next time.